Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There are times in life when you get to really touch a piece of history, and I'm a, I'm a huge history fan, in, in, in the idea that this job has afforded us the ability to talk to Secret Service agents, meet them in person, uh, meet people who fought in World War, uh, guys who really were a huge part of the change of not just our military, but the way society views people. Uh, if you've seen the movie, there was a movie called Red Tails, and then there was, of course, the Tuskegee Airmen with Cuba Gooding Jr., and the story was about the segregated military that we had. In fact, we didn't even want pilots. We didn't want black people to be pilots. The military didn't. And then when it was pushed through in the 40s, it, they made it incredibly hard to become proficient and to be accepted. And they were unbelievable. They were, had an unbelievable record of escort, the bombers that were going into Germany to defeat Hitler. And then finally, and it took all the way until I think 1948 for President Truman to finally put it into law that we would not have segregated military. It's, but it, yeah. this is history. This is history. And maybe I think Victor Butler is the last surviving Tuskegee Airman. He was a, a mechanic and a crew member for the Tuskegee Airmen uh, all the way through. Um, he is here. His son, I want to talk to first, though. Gary Butler is with us. Gary, how are you? Good in you this morning. I'm well, sir. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you. We're going to talk to your father here in a moment, coming by with your dad what was it like growing up with your dad? I mean, being such a, a huge part of history. Um, it's been very quite an experience. Some of it was never spoke about in the beginning because of the way it was. But as, as the movie came out, then things became more discussed in our family. And we found out more and learned more about my father's history. Yeah, those those guys from that era, they don't talk about their accomplishments. They don't... They never self-aggrandized. They, you know, they just, they thought that was just, you accept life on its own terms. Yes. Um, yeah, a lot of things weren't talked about. They had their first fighter, fighter competition, and uh, it was won by the Tuskegee, and the trophy was hitting. It was not placed out. It was not displayed, and it was never acknowledged. It was hidden and put away in the basement until 70-some years later. Someone's found it, and is just being recognized. And, and what did your father do with the Tuskegee Airmen? My father was a mechanic, yes. And there are many, well, there are still not many, but there are still quite a few still alive. I think there's six or seven pilots are still alive and a few other existing airmen. Where did your father grow up? Where, were he, where was he born? We, in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. And then, of course, he joined the military. In, um, did he join in 40? Yes. Yes, he, 
and he can give you a little bit of better details about Excellent. that. Yes, he joined in the 40s. He originally was going to go into the Canadian Air Force um, because they were accepting minorities, and um, his mom didn't want him to go, and then he went into the Tuskegee. Uh, all right, well, listen, I'm going to uh, put you, uh, I'm going to lock you down, Gary, and you're still going to be with us. And yeah. then I'm going to connect your, your father, Victor. Um, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. So, I, again, I thank you for this. Let me see if I can make this happen here. Victor, welcome to the show. My name is Johnny. Yes. How are you? I'm fine. You are almost 100 years old. May, what is your birth date, Victor? May 21st. You'll be 100 years old. And I, uh, I heard that you're a big fan of birthday cards. What's that? You're a big fan of getting birthday greetings. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, so I was, uh, your son is on the line as well, Gary. And yes. he was telling us about, you joined the Tuskegee Airmen in 1940, correct? That's right. What, what made you want to join the military? How, uh, first, I'm sorry, how old were you when you joined? 18. And what was your reason? Like, what drove you to, I mean, war is a scary and terrible thing. And there was a, you know, amazingly terrible war happening around this world. What made you join? Well, uh, a friend of mine named Fred Hatchman, uh, we decided, just decided that we'd like to join the Canadian Air Force. And but he joined the Canadian Canadian Air Force, but my father wouldn't sign for me, so I joined the American Air Force. And and how did you end up with the Tuskegee crew? Well, that's where they sent me. They sent me to Tuskegee, Alabama, and to the Tuskegee Army Air Base. And, and they were not accepting of uh, having black people in their military at that point, were they? They were, they really, they made it very, very hard on all the Tuskegee Airmen in order to, uh, to become airmen. That's right. How was, how bad was that? I mean, it's, you know, you see the movies, you Tuskegee Airmen, and, and you, you try to experience it through those actors' words, but, you know, it, it was not a movie. It was real. It was really happening to you. Did you did you ever want to quit? No. After joining the Air Force, uh, everybody was so friendly. I just, it, I really enjoyed it. Excellent. And so then you guys, the Tuskegee Airmen, started to become very accomplished. Eleanor Roosevelt was a large part of that. That's right. So tell me how that happened. Well, I remember her coming to the base at Tuskegee, but at the time, I believe I was on some kind of duty and didn't get to see her. But I remember her flying into the Tuskegee Air Base. And she made a big statement because she went up and flew with a black pilot. Yep, she sure did. She really did. That's uh, yeah. That was I know that's you know the president's wife, and, and you, yep. just, you you think that what that really meant to everybody, the message that that sent. That was quite a nada. 
Indeed. So then the, the, the legendary uh, escort into Germany. When your guys, when the, the pilots would leave, you, you were a mechanic and a crew member, you know, you'd watch those, those guys leave and they'd become family to you. They'd become real brothers. And, you know, sometimes they wouldn't come back. That had to have been amazingly hard. Yeah. You uh, did you ever fly with them? Did you go up, or were you always on the ground taking care of the crew? No, I went up a few times in the what they call a piggyback plane. Well, just just a few times, though. But most of the time, I was taking care of the planes. Very good. You you sound amazing, by the way, Victor. If you're just joining the show. Victor's 99 years old. May 21st, he'll be 100 years old. And uh, you still live on your own, Victor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love this. What's, what is the secret? Like, listen, we live in a time, you know, that's obviously very diver- divided. And I, I don't think it's ever, hopefully, never will be as hard as it was in the 40s. But what was it like to be in the military, to have a love of a country enough to go to war, to sacrifice and even die? But yet, you still hadn't, they hadn't desegregated the military yet. Well, I don't know how to explain that, but uh, I know I went in to, to try to serve our country and, and uh, just because I was real interested in it. And and when you look back on that time, uh, what's the secret to living this life that you have? You have a very fantastic, honored life. You you broke barriers. You became uh, something that they said couldn't happen. And and now you're going to be a hundred years old. Is there a secret? Uh, I I quite I don't quite understand. No, just how do you, how do you stay so happy? How do you stay in such a great place? Yeah, he's staying in such a great place. Well, uh, maybe you can help he, me, with Gary. He, he believes in he believes in God and family and love, and um, those are his strengths that he's passed on to all his kids, as me and my four sisters, and all the grandkids and the grand great grands were so very proud of him, and that's what he's instilled in us all is to work hard and we can accomplish things whatever we want. And keep the faith in, in God and be a good person. Well, and, and really, I think the thing that's it's got me so I'm so interested in is uh, because it's your father. And, and you grew up, Gary, you know, your, your father didn't tell you about the Tuskegee Airmen. And until those movies, there wasn't a lot of people telling the truth and the real history about Tuskegee Airmen. It was not something that you taught in a normal school, like regular school. I never learned about it. No, it was not learned to school, and it's funny because I have a little personal story where when I was younger, I wore his uniforms thinking I was in Hogan's Heroes <laughs> and great. never knew the honor that I had. Right. And I was wearing. Yeah, and he, he was okay with that because, you know, to him, that's, I feel like there's a kind of guy that fought in those world wars that just... They just went and did what they had to do, and then they accepted this life, and they, and they pushed through, and they just became the best men they could be. Yes. 
And yeah. when you found out how important your father was to history and the military and the war effort, I mean, that had to have been, a, how old were you when you finally came to that realization? Um, probably in my, probably in my 30s, I started to learn a little, but really probably around 40 years, when I was 40 in my 40s, that's when a lot of it opened up a lot, and he really started to speak about a few more things. And you was able to read things and get information because the Internet and the explosion, now you could find out some things that were never told to people. Victor, why did you never tell your, your kids about everything that you had done, all the, all the important things you'd done with the military? Well, I told my wife about it. <laughs> you are great. You are and, great. Uh, I did go to a, a few different ceremonies where I explained most of it. Uh, I was, received quite a few honors, and I did express my feelings then. Very good. Listen, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful 100th birthday. I'm going to put up your address, the P.O. box, to send you birthday cards to celebrate your 100th birthday on May 21st. And I just, I, uh, I thank you for everything. Uh, I thank you very much. Thank you. All right. And Gary, thank you so much for, for uh, allowing us to speak with your father. Yes, thank you. And um, me and my four sisters and all the rest would like to say thank you also. All right, take care, my friends. I'm going to put you on hold and put you with Jake. Hold on one second. Stay right there. And Victor, again, thank you, my friend. Happy birthday. Have a wonderful birthday on the 21st. Thank you very much. Stay right there. Hold on, Jake. You got it. How about that? What a kind, wonderful man. And family. Yeah. No, really, absolutely magic, dude. That's, you know, it's funny to try to get a guy to talk like that. Plus, it's hard to the phone when you're 99 years old. It's hard to these phones, period. But... but what I wanted to know was like, how do you stay, how do you stay focused, positive, and and still keep your belief system intact when truly they're telling you you're not even part of our real military? And it was it was hard. Uh, it was, I, and I understand that that's the way he grew up. So he was used to it was a pretty terrible life. Yeah. But still, just the idea that you can you can hold on to your belief system, and it's and it is greater than the grief that people will put on you. That that to me is. Uh, is a different kind of human being, just better, just just better and stronger than we see a lot today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.